Cause we got the alternative energy Right nuclear free autonomy What we got? Well we got the alternative energy nuclear free autonomy Welcome to the Radioactive Show, produced in the studios of 3CR Melbourne and broadcast nationally through the Community Radio Network. My name is Lavanya. Today's show was created on the unceded lands of the Wurundjeri and Nukuna people. Last month, the Australian Nuclear Free Alliance met on Nukuna land in the Flinders Ranges for their annual meeting. ANFA is an alliance of First Nation groups, traditional owners and supporters affected or concerned by uranium and nuclear colonialism and industries. Over two days, traditional owners and representatives who had travelled from all over the country to show solidarity discussed and exchanged ideas, information and campaign stories with the shared aim to protect country and culture from nuclear developments. In this episode, we share with you AMFA stories by Adnyamatna elders Enos Marsh, Vivian McKenzie and Heather Stewart, whose lands are directly under threat by the federal government's proposed national high-level radioactive waste dump. First up, we'll hear from Enos Marsh talking about her people's ongoing fight against this proposal. Okay, you know, I think that um, we find ourselves in a bit of a sticky situation. We've got down to the really serious end of the business. And you know, only a month ago, only a few weeks ago, Barb, wasn't it, that we met up in Hawker, and some of the discussions were going on behind closed doors on our own land about our country. And how offensive is that, you know? Someone and police all around to make sure that we didn't try and push our way in. And we found that very traumatic in itself. You know? So discussions behind closed doors, I think there's been uh, more than one, hasn't there, Bob? Bob can tell me that, you know, there's been quite a few discussions. It was rude and unacceptable, one of many. And when we sort of, it was our turn to go into this discussion that was behind closed doors and our little group was permitted to go in, everyone else just stayed there and was part of the meeting. So, you know, we just didn't get a chance to speak with Canavan. I'm not even going to call him Minister Canavan. And um, everyone else just butted in as we 
tried to get our message across. For one hour, we were given from 2.30 till 3.30, I think that was the time we were given, to try and get our message across. I said to the, said to Canavan that I travelled 200 k's to come to this meeting today. A one-hour meeting, a one-hour session. And I said the reason why I came was because I wanted to be here. I wanted to be here with my family and with my flag supporters. And later on he said, oh, Ines, thank you, by the way, for coming to the meeting. Sorry you had to travel 200 k's. Okay. So, anyway, I think at this stage things are looking fairly grim for either side, you know, whether it's in Kimber or whether it's on our land. And as far as I'm concerned, it's all traditional land. From sunrise till sundown, it's all traditional land. It, it doesn't matter who's, what tribe of people or what group there is, it's all traditional land. And the, the government must understand, but how do we make them listen? And you know, when we say that, oh, you shouldn't speak for another man's land, but I remember, oh, years and years ago, a man came and sat next to me at a native title meeting. In those days, it was called a Congress meeting, I think, Vince, wasn't it? It was called Congress. And, and he, the, the only spare chair was next to me. And he said, Oh, an elderly man. And he said, oh, what group do you represent? And I said, Anya Mutner from the Flinders Rangers. And he said, not that it matters, he said, because it's all traditional land. He said, we all speak for the same thing. It's all traditional land. And we want government and industry to listen to us. But gee, I reckon that was about 17 years ago now. And, you know, a little while ago I said, on my 70th birthday I said, I'm going to retire from everything. And here I am at the age of 76, and I'm still driving around doing all this crazy stuff. But to me, it's not crazy. It's all for a very good reason. And uh, I want to look after my sacred place, my sacred sites. And it's special to me. It's a legacy I want to leave behind that I've tried to speak for my land. And I said this to Canavan. I said, I want to die with a clear conscience that I stood up 
and spoke up for my land. And I said, and Minister, I said, I, I was being ladylike then. I said, Minister, will you uh, die with a clear conscience if you make a decision to give the go ahead for this waste dump to happen on, on my land? He didn't answer. No, he didn't. He didn't. He didn't, didn't answer. And so, and at this stage, I'm thinking, time is running out. We must get stronger. You're listening to The Radioactive Show, broadcast nationally on the Community Radio Network. That was Adnyamatna woman Enos Marsh speaking at the Australian Nuclear Free Alliance annual meeting. Next up, we bring you more Adnyamatna voices on this issue. We hear from Vivian McKenzie and Heather Stewart, whose traditional lands and waterholes are adjacent to and directly under threat from the proposed radioactive waste dump. Good morning, everyone. My name's Vivian McKenzie. Just got up from Adelaide. Um, let, drove up at five o'clock this morning, <laughs> and I'm a bit tired. Pretty burnt out from other things as well, and with this waste dump, what's going on with things and that. Now, we all know what uh, social media is and the old Facebook, or I'll call it the troublemaking book, um, to Facebook, because you see on the pages Bruce Wilson encouraging, encouraging Heather and my, my, my Heather, our brother. Tiger about things and that saying that people are fabricating and that the conservationists and the greenies are disadvantaging Aboriginal people, which is totally wrong because Aboriginal people were greenies and conservationists before colonisation. Because we as Aboriginal people, we cared for the land. We went by the seasons of the land. The land we know is our mother. And when the, fam the, the property of uh, Yapala was purchased, one of the things our mother said to us, you lot are totally blessed. You look after the land and the land will look after you. Well, the federal government's not thinking that because my family, we're a part of the stolen generation. Our mother was taken from up north and removed down to a little place here called Quorn in the Colbrook home. And we are still suffering that separation from family, from, from our land. And that's what the government is doing to us. They, they do not care of anyone, especially the Aboriginal people. And I always say to people, we are asylum seekers in our own country. We're still seeking to be acknowledged as the traditional owners of this land. And, but, guess what? We're a caring, sharing, loving a group of people. And we care for each other and we care for the land and the environment. But I tell you what, we'll get through this and I believe, I believe in the most high that this waste dump will not go out at Wallabadina. And I believe that. I totally believe that. And we've got to all believe that because if you look at the page yesterday, what Bruce, Bruce Wilson was writing and saying um, about 
what are you talking about? Things about it's only it's 12 kilometres away. There's no, there won't be any disturbance to the land. There won't be poison. It won't flow into the Spencer Gulf. Well, he's wrong because he does not know the land. The Aboriginal people know the land. We live and breathe the land. The land breathes us. And one of the things we do here today, we all stick together as one. We are different colours, but we're one people. And I thank you all for coming in and supporting us. And um, this fight is not over, but you know what? We're a band of peoples because where do you see, where do you see the federal government getting together with the community? Only time they get together with the community is when they want to talk about putting that filth in the land. But we all get together. We all keep in contact with each other, no matter where we are. And all your, all your brothers and sisters that have travelled from miles across this country, you're welcome into the Flind beautiful Flinders Ranges. Thank you. My name is Heather Stewart. I was born in Mackenzie at Hawker and um, in 1956. Um, 26, uh, 2015, I think it was, they first approached us about a waste dumping, they, were, they approached us because me and Regina started screaming all over the ABC and whatever. Um, they were just going to do the waste up there and didn't really care about the Aboriginal people, the traditional owners and that. And um, people thought we were stupid carrying on some of our mob and other people, I think. And, you know, people said to us, you'll never beat the government. But me and Regina kept going and with my late son... my husband, and I then asked Vivian to participate with us to come and help us. We knew it was going to be a hard fight, and it was my son who said, Mum, you better get the conservationists in. <laughs> and he was an IPA ranger at Yapala. He loved the land. I love that land. But unfortunately today, due to what happened, and my husband's sickness after we lost our son, I'm now back in Port Augusta, and I hated being there, because that's not my country. I want to be in my dad's country. And I love my mother's country too, Ayers Rock and Iringa and that in the Simpson Desert. But, and I'll fight a waste up up there too if it, if it goes up there. But these people, they didn't care about us. I was approached by someone, I think a man by the name of Michael at the time, and I believe he left the, these lot now that are trying to put this waste dump in, because he saw the other side of things. And he said to me, um, you know, he said, we can make you a very wealthy woman. And I looked at him and I said to him, sorry, I don't sell my land. And I said, no money will buy it. And um, what I didn't know, he approached my son and said the same thing. And he approached my husband and he said the same thing to him. And my husband said, you know, my son said the same thing. My husband said the same thing. No, we don't sell land. And then my husband said to him, but I don't come from here. This is not my country. And he looked at him and he said, I come from further up. I'm Deary and Aravana, so he had to walk away, but um, apparently they were going around. They realised and they found out outside things about our family. They started approaching people in Port Augusta, our family, 50, uh, out of the 50-kilometre radius. And we went through a lot of abuse. And um, I put up with a lot of abuse during my mourning, during my grief, 
but it was God that got me through. The same bloke that Vivian's talking about, the creator, and I believe he's going to get us through this. But Vincent came in, Regina asked Vince to come in, and Vince used to stand there looking at us, wondering when we were talking to the media and that, I think what was going to happen, but he supported us from, I reckon, about three months into the project, and he's been with us ever since, and I appreciate Vincent for doing that. And um, even my cousin Enos there, she was there from the start, and the girls from Copley, my nieces, and, oh, and Gail, Gail made she was there. And they've gone through a lot of abuse as well from people and what the government's been saying and that. And even with the, the workers in, in that government, they said that we were very bad people, me, Vivian and Regina, and especially me. <laughs> and I don't go around doing that because I'm a Seventh-day Adventist and I believe in God. And um, they, um, this is all these things these people are making up about us, you know, the whitefellas that come from over in Canberra. And they said it to some people, some cops who happen to be my family, so. <laughs> and one's my son-in-law, but, you know, I don't want that sort of put up on Facebook. But anyway, they thought they're talking about the wrong mob. But, um, yeah, I, I sort of missed out on a lot of the abuse when Vivian and Regina was getting it. They went through something felt, utter felt. And I believe Vince went through the same thing in those meetings and over in Canberra. And... These people, they don't care about people's feelings. Um, they thought when they had our family, like they split our family up. Our family, the Mackenzie family, was a very close-knit family and we did everything together and supported each other. But today, everyone hates each other. And we, me, Vivian and Regina, we don't hate our brothers and sisters. Um, we just, you know, don't like what they do and supporting that government, some of them. It's, it's not the, all of them, it's just a little group. But, uh, yeah, um, so in my grief, I was fighting a lot beside these two, but I want to, you know, thank Regina and Vivian because they stood in for me there and um, stood in for our family. But I just hope this waste goes from our country because that's where my kids swam when they were small. We lived near there, not far from there, about five, five or ten k's from that place. And uh, we've always been out there. That's a woman's site, significant to women. The hill where they put the cross on, that's significant to the Seven Sisters dreaming. Men should not be talking about that. It should be just ladies. But these people didn't care and they just went out there and they started blaming, I heard the Aboriginal workers who were working with them, one of the Aboriginal workers who worked with them, that he'd uh, went and given the permission, but he told them straight to their face that he didn't. Yeah, and, but anyway, I'd like to thank all you lot for coming. I don't really know what else to say, but thank yous for coming and uh, supporting us and, you know, and God bless yous and hope yous have a safe trip home and hope you enjoy this country. This is not our country. Our country's further up. This is bungalow look in the country, but I don't know, wife was making the decisions on that in native title that <laughs> title and that so they don't listen to us. But anyway, thank you very much and God bless you all. Thank you to you both and
This is the Radioactive Show, broadcast nationally through the Community Radio Network. We just heard from Vivian McKenzie and Heather Stewart at the Australian Nuclear Free Alliance meeting. That's all we've got time for today, but we will bring you more updates on different states and issues from this year's ANFA meeting in the near future. Now, I will leave you with a poem by Adnimatna woman Enos Marsh on the radioactive waste dump proposed on her land. Before I go, I'd like to thank Foe Melbourne for their ongoing support of the Rad Show. Thanks for listening in and keep tuning in for nuclear-free news and views. I just want to read this app that I wrote out four years ago at the very first gathering at the joinery in Adelaide. And this was about my land. I will always cry for my land. My land, I will always cry for my land. My land, is it true they are going to poison my land? Nanga mai murumamba. How will I cook damper in the ashes in the traditional way? Nanga varu wilangawita. How will I? How am I going to cook my meat on the coals in the traditional way? Nanga wilti wuldanga yunda mai. How will I put my food? on the gum leaves or any kind of leaves in the traditional way. I'm asking these questions to the government, you see. Nanga awi apart. How will I drink water straight from the creek and the springs? Agnyamai nanga wawinjai. How will I collect bush taka? Ta Nanga Adla Wawi Wawinjai Idla. How safe will it be for me to collect firewood for my fire? Nanga Machu Yata Wandu Panjatna How will they fix up my land? Nanga Panjatna Wudnyung in Vasini, what will happen to this poison? Woodlo, Manja, Warachi, Ita, Muri, Wira, Minga, Minera, Vada. Will it kill all the native animals and plants? Yururumai, Uchu, Warumataru, Warumatana, Yura. Urari May. Blackfellas food is the old food. Il Kandatna Wondo Panjatna Wondo Wondo Panjatna Yarta Mach Yarta. Think carefully. How will they fix it if this fix up this Aboriginal land? Remember this always. In the Eurariata, Australia is abri- traditional Aboriginal land. In 1788, down Sydney Cove, 
first boat people land And they say, sorry boys, I gained your loss Well, gonna steal your land If you break down, you British pretty slow Sure, you're gonna hang Work your life like a combi With a chain on your neck and hands And they taught us, whoa, black woman I shall not steal you That's understood by none, mostly that left hand holds a Bible, the right hand holds a gun. That's, oh, black woman, I cannot steal you. Say, hey, black man, thou shalt not steal. We're gonna civilize your black barbaric lives, and we teach you how to kneel. But your history couldn't hide the genocide. 